In the midst of the Christmas season and among the cycle of scripture readings assigned for each Mass immediately following the joy-filled mystery of the Incarnation of the Lord, we celebrate the manifestation of Jesus Christ as Messiah of Israel, as Son of God, and as Savior and King of the world. With today's solemnity of the Epiphany, the Church commemorates the adoration of the Magi from the East at the Manger, the baptism of Jesus in the River Jordan by St. John, and the wedding feast at Cana in Galilee, at which were present Jesus, his Blessed Mother, and the disciples. Each of these three events in the life of Christ, while they seemingly are separate and distinct, are understood by the Church as part of one manifestation of our salvation, which the Father ordained since before time or the world was created. In instructing the servers and the waiters at the wedding feast of Cana, the Blessed Mother is likewise instructing us and the whole Church, do whatever he tells you. While the selection of the Gospel this day speaks of the wise men and their adoration of Christ and the manifestation to the world of the Son of God as Messiah, Savior, and King of the universe, hovering over this story of the Magi's joy, excitement, and profession of faith in Christ, the God of Israel, is the voice from the Father in heaven saying, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. We can likewise hear the Blessed Virgin Mary mother of our Lord and Savior, instructing the servers and waiters at the wedding feast in a similar manner. The birth of Jesus Christ in the flesh, according to the foretelling and the preparation of the prophets of the Old Testament, together with the law and with the covenants which God made with his holy people Israel, the Father's voice from heaven, the descent of the Holy Spirit upon Jesus in the form of a dove at his baptism, and the first of Jesus' signs or miracles at Cana, tell us who Jesus is, as do the gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh offered by the three kings on bended knee before the God of the cosmos and of all that is seen and unseen. The myrrh offered to the infant king foreshadows his death for our salvation, redemption, and forgiveness of sins. Gold is a gift given to a king. Frankincense, a gift offered to God and God alone, is offered to the Christ child. In this act of gift-giving, the three kings profess their faith in God and show us who Jesus is. The wise kings of the East 
welcome the good news of our salvation, now hidden, yet soon to be fully revealed in the infant Lord and King. They came to Jerusalem to pay homage to the King of the Jews. Note, this is what Pilate will write on the inscription above the head of Christ on the cross upon which he will be crucified and die for us, King of the Jews. They came searching in Israel for the messianic light of the Star of David, the one who will be king of all the nations. They see before their very eyes the promise of the Old Testament. They experience he whom righteous and devout Simeon in the temple will hold in his arms as Mary and Joseph in fulfillment and fidelity to the covenant present Jesus in the temple. This presentation in the temple shows Jesus to be the firstborn son, he who belongs to the Lord. As do Simeon and the blessed Anna, the Magi recognize and they profess faith in Jesus as the long-awaited and long-expected Messiah of Israel and of the world. In announcing the birth of the Messiah to the shepherds who were, lying in the, who were living in the fields outside of Bethlehem, keeping an eye during the night watch over their flock, <coughs> the angel of the Lord appeared to them with the glory of the Lord shining round about them. <coughs> they were struck with great fear as the gospel recounts. Yet the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for I proclaim to you great news of good joy that will be for all the people. For today in the city of David, a Savior has been born for you, who is Christ the Lord. Through his conversation with the Magi at their arrival in Jerusalem, King Herod was greatly troubled and very much afraid. His fear prompted him to speak deceitfully to the Magi concerning his real intentions for the newborn King of the Jews. His plan was death for the King and Savior, a plan he unleashed, unleashed in his fury when all the baby boys in Jerusalem. The Magi were not afraid, though, of the star, which they saw at its rising, and they followed, the star leading them to the newborn king. It stopped over the place where the child was, nor were they afraid of Jesus Christ, the innocent babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, co-equal and consubstantial with the Father, who was God. On entering the house, they were overjoyed, to find the child Jesus with Mary, his mother. They prostrated themselves before the Lord and King of the universe. They offered their gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh, their joy at seeing and beholding him who lay before their eyes, no doubt, knew no limit. Through the Holy Eucharist, 
May our joy at seeing him who lays before our eyes in this holy place and upon our altar, whom we shall soon receive in holy communion, likewise know no bounds or limit. May the joy of this holy and grace-filled Christmas season and the bright, holy, undimmed light of Jesus Christ ever lead us through this life, guard us, and guide us to the gates of heaven. May we always follow where he leads and do whatever he tells us.